The COVID-19 pandemic showed us just how vulnerable supply chains are. Today, we face many threats, shipping delays, a lack of workers, failing infrastructure, transportation rates that are out of control, cybersecurity threats, and of course, a worldwide pandemic that is still very much with us. But with each of these threats comes opportunities. Welcome to this limited podcast series from CSEMP's Supply Chain Quarterly, the top 10 supply chain threats. Today, we focus on the failure to properly assess risks. Here's your moderator for this segment, CSEMP's Supply Chain Quarterly's Executive Editor, Susan Lacefield. Welcome to the final episode of Supply Chain Quarterly's inaugural podcast on the top 10 threats to supply chains. Today, we are joined by global supply chain expert, Steve Geary, president of Supply Chain Visions Family of Companies and Supply Chain Quarterly columnist. Coincidentally, Steve and I are hanging out today at the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals Edge Conference, where Steve has been chairing a track of educational sessions on supply chain risk management. Steve, in the previous episodes, we've been highlighting some of the top risks um, that are facing supply chains these days. And I, I just was wondering if you can briefly highlight what you feel are some of the top threats today. Well, I, I think what's become clear during the pandemic is that um, there are too many accountants in the room. <laughs> um, and for years, uh, there's been a blurring of the lines and that somehow uh, the definition of best value supply chain became low cost supply chain. Yes. And those two are not the same thing. To me, a best value supply chain is resilient, it's diverse, and it's secure. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you those three things, you put them together, they will not be the low cost supply chain. So you can't get hung up on economic best value. Mm -hmm. You've got to look at strategic best value. And there's a tug of war going on in boardrooms around the country now because as we suffer through the pandemic, people are realizing what relying on a supply chain that reaches across the Pacific really means in terms of resilience, because it's not. Great, so a lot of the threats we are seeing are from having the, the global supply chain where we were we're chasing cost instead of value. We were t- chasing cost thinking that was value, and cost and value are not the same thing. Um, it's the eternal tug of war that supply chain folks have always had mm-hmm. with the accountants. Right. Um, we right. speak different languages, mm-hmm. and the challenge for us is we have to understand their language and we have to translate what we mean by best value into terms that they would understand. It's a market basket, it's not an item. Ah, great, great. So um, obviously as as companies evaluate the risks that they are seeing, how do they decide which ones to focus on? You can't be myopic. Uh What people often do Mm -hmm. is they look to their suppliers. Okay. But we live in, complex supply chains now. Right. We don't have a supplier anymore. We have a wedding cake. <laughs> yeah, it's a good dis- image. And it doesn't matter to me which tier fails. Mm-hmm. If any tier fails, mm-hmm. the cake falls. Mm-hmm. And the cake can fall and the tier can fall with the failure of an individual supplier. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is collaborate across the tiers. Okay. 
and you have to work with your suppliers and partner with your suppliers. Uh -huh. And oftentimes they're not going to be very excited about revealing some of the information right. because it's their proprietary information. Maybe you bring in a third party. Okay. Maybe you provide them with an audit that they can please do this audit. You can mm -hmm. take the company's name off of it mm -hmm. and then we can discuss it. You pick the high risk tracks. Okay. And you start there. You have to, you can't do it all at once but find your high risk tracks, okay. reach out to your next tier suppliers, have them reach out to their next tier suppliers, and it's just the wedding cake. Okay, so obviously you want your suppliers at your at the table while you decide what those top risks are. Yes. Who else should you be talking to? You should be talking to your customers as well. Okay. Because you have to understand, just like there's risks going down, right? there's risks going up. Uh -huh. You need to, I mean, because we all line up our supply chains based on our understanding of what demand will be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, how brittle is that demand? Right. Will it shatter? And that is a conversation that you need to have with your customers as well. And you may be able to help them with that. It, right. may, it may prove to be a market opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, so you look left and you look right. It's just like when you were a little kid crossing the street. Mm -hmm. Look both ways before you cross. Yes, but these are very difficult conversations. Um, any ways on how to broach those topics in a way that's not going to put people on the defensive? Well, it's the the old movie line: "Show me the money." Okay, okay. Um, we we're all back to accountants now. <laughs> we are back to accountants, but at the end of the day, the game is scored by the money. Okay. Yes. And so, um, I still talk about value propositions in assessing my supply chain, uh -huh. which is differentness from the way that the accountants may talk mm -hmm. about it mm -hmm. but the unit of measure is still money okay do companies need to think about risk management differently these days than they did maybe before the pandemic hit well uh, or is it the same it's just uh, well I'm, I'm i'm being careful in my words uh -huh. because i never want to tell somebody that they're wrong right and i never want to tell somebody that they need to think differently because okay. that implies that they're wrong uh-huh Good point. But I might say that they may need to think more holistically. Okay. Um, Good. Broaden the horizon. Broaden your sight picture. Okay. Um, it's bigger than you've historically thought it was. All right. Any um, suggestions on some blind spots companies have had about not thinking holistically, like areas that they haven't traditionally looked at? Um, China. Okay. That's a big one. Yes. That's a huge one. Yes. It's everyone went to China. Yeah. Um, it, it is, um, it's crazy how reliant we are on China now, mm -hmm. and that's putting all of your eggs in one basket. Yes. Or the, I just, we were talking before about my recent purchase of a car. Yes. And the car shortage that exists because of the lack of chips, mm -hmm. because all chips, I won't say all chips, vast preponderance of chips going into automobiles come from Taiwan. Taiwan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now suddenly you can't, it, there is a restricted supply of new automobiles in this country. And depending on who you talk to, it's going to be months to a year yeah. before that is finally resolved. That's just people weren't, they weren't doing a mixed bundle in their basket. Okay. So think holistically, keep, add seats to the table to people to talk to, um, and that's are two good first steps to take when right. broadening your, your risk management. You, you have to, and you have to establish 
a common vocabulary with the accountants mm -hmm. because the ultimate scorekeepers in any company are the accountants. Okay. And if they don't understand what you're talking about, you will continue to talk past one another. Um, you have to establish a common understanding of what best value is and how you're going to measure it and understand that that's different from uh, lowest cost. Perfect. Steve, thanks so much for taking some time to sit down with us today, and I hope we will talk to you again soon. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks, Steve. Thank you for joining us for this podcast from CSEMP's Supply Chain Quarterly, the Top 10 Supply Chain Threats. We encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.